Welcome to Live Label Free, the podcast where we talk about all things eating disorder recovery, autism, entrepreneurship, and so much more. I'm your host, Livia Sarah, and my mission is to inspire individuals from across the globe to live a life in which they feel fulfilled and free from limiting labels. I am so excited to have you here and cannot wait to dive into the episode. Hello, hello. I am very excited for this video and if you are listening to the podcast, I highly encourage you to come on over to YouTube to get the full experience because today I am giving you a taste of my Extreme Hunger course. My course, Extremely Hungry to Completely Satisfied, is the all-in-one resource that teaches you exactly how to overcome extreme hunger and gain a relationship with food that you actually love. The eight-week course is full of video presentations, lessons, worksheets, scientific resources, and guides you step-by-step through every topic related to extreme hunger, weight gain, and everything in between. I created this course because it's what I wish I had during one of the scariest periods of my life. And everyone who has already committed to the course completely agrees. I mean, just check out the amazing testimonials on my course page, which you can find in the description below. Of course, see what I did there? I get it can be so scary to invest in something without knowing exactly what you are going to get. Because ultimately, your results depend on your willingness to put your knowledge and understanding to work, to take action. My course is simply the tool that is going to guide you on your path to finding clarity, providing you with the exact next steps you may not even know you needed. All that to say, I did want to give you a preview of what it's like to be enrolled in my course by sharing this presentation from Module 7, which is all about digestive issues. When you allow your body to fully heal itself, naturally a lot will change. Most often, this comes with weight gain, which is covered in module 6 of my course, but there are also countless other changes that we cannot see as clearly on the outside. One of these, of course, is digestive issues. In the upcoming presentation, I'll be explaining the science behind why digestive issues occur. Keep in mind that this presentation is part of my extreme hunger course as a whole, so I will refer to other modules and subsequent presentations in the following video. To get the full experience and learn everything you need to know to take action and finally beat extreme hunger, simply click the link in the description below or head over to livelabelfree.com forward slash extreme dash hunger dash course. Now without further ado, let's get into this preview all about digestive issues. I'm going to dive straight in by saying that digestive issues are one of the worst parts of recovery. Stomach issues can be painful, embarrassing, and downright inconvenient at times. But along with weight gain, they are simply a way in which your body is adjusting to ultimately achieving that energy balance. 
In this presentation, we will be diving into the science behind why different digestive issues occur so that you can gain insight on how to heal them. Then before we learn about hormonal changes, there will be another non-voiceover presentation like there was in module 4 in which I highlight key points and provide tangible tips for relieving digestive distress. We're going to be diving into a ton of different topics around digestion and all the ways in which you can heal your digestive system, but some of the main issues we're going to be talking about are bloating, nausea, cramping, gas, constipation and diarrhea, and acid reflux. So why do digestive issues occur in recovery? Well, as we learned back in module 2, the body will slow or completely shut down processes that are non-essential to life when you are in energy deficit. Each and every part of our body requires fuel to function, which means that a lack of adequate fuel equals inadequate function. When you are not eating enough, your body doesn't really need to digest a lot of food. So why would it waste its precious energy on digestive processes? That's right, it will not. It will slow digestion and use that energy for more essential processes such as your beating heart, respiration, as well as any other instincts that are necessary for survival. But when you start eating more and honoring your extreme hunger, that is when the nausea, bloating, cramping, and all of the other painful digestive issues start to come up. There are several different reasons for each specific issue, which I will be getting into, but the root cause of all of them comes down to that idea of energy conservation we keep talking about. When you are malnourished, what happens to the digestive system specifically is that your digestive muscles weaken. Your body digests food through the process of intestinal peristalsis, which is a series of wave-like muscle contractions that move food throughout the digestive tract. When these muscles are too weak to contract as they normally should, food may sit in your stomach for a longer period of time, which is called gastroparesis or delayed gastric emptying. This can contribute to constipation and bloating, as well as just feeling very sick. The good news is that just like any muscle in your body, you can train your digestive system to work properly again, but you need to give it a reason to. If you want your digestive system to digest food, you need to eat enough food. Because the more you eat, the quicker you get out of energy deficit and the quicker your digestive system will get everything moving again as it should. Another reason digestive issues occur in recovery has to do with our gut microbiome. When you eat a limited diet, your healthy gut bacteria that require nutrients to thrive die off and bacteria that can survive on practically nothing will remain intact, creating an incredible imbalance in your gut. Again, when you are actively restricting, you may not experience the direct consequences of this. It's only when you start fueling your body properly that you start experiencing symptoms. When you do start increasing your food intake, you may experience temporary food intolerances or IBS, which is short for irritable bowel syndrome. 
This lack of ability to properly digest food is due to the lack of healthy bacteria necessary to break down the food. More specifically, the bacteria necessary to break down certain types of FODMAPs, which are certain types of carbohydrates, are lacking, resulting in those IBS-like symptoms such as gas, bloating, constipation, and diarrhea. Now, a very commonly asked question is whether or not one should go on an elimination diet when experiencing symptoms of IBS. And my answer is absolutely not. When you are experiencing symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome, I know it can be incredibly tempting to go on an elimination diet such as the low FODMAP diet. However, this can harm your body even more in the long term. It honestly makes me so sad when I hear stories of people in recovery being advised by quote-unquote health professionals to restrict their intake as soon as they complain of digestive distress. And I was one of those patients. I went to a gastrointestinal doctor and they gave me a low FODMAP diet, but honestly, this just made my restrictive eating disorder worse because not only does it enforce mental restriction because you feel like you have to eat less foods, but it also prevents your body from learning how to digest all food again. The very reason for your digestive distress, as mentioned prior, is because your body is simply not used to eating more and different types of foods. It's not that your body is incapable of digesting FODMAPs. So how on earth can it get used to eating FODMAPs and all foods if you're not eating them? Well, you're right, it won't. In order for your body to tolerate all foods again, you need to train your body to tolerate all foods again. This will feel uncomfortable in the beginning because any type of change is, but eating all foods is essential to building your gut microbiome back up. Eliminating food from your diet may provide temporary relief, just like engaging in disordered behaviors does, but in the long term, it does more harm than good. And just before we wrap up this topic and move on, I do want to note that I am, of course, not talking about food allergies here. I mean, if you're seriously allergic to a certain food or groups of foods, you should most certainly eliminate those from your diet. Now it's time to talk about another really important part of a healthy digestion, and that has to do with the gut-brain connection. We've all heard of the phrases to go with your gut instinct and to have butterflies because the gut-brain connection is an incredibly powerful one. To quickly summarize just how this system works, the brain and the gut are connected through millions of nerves, most importantly being the vagus nerve. They communicate through neurotransmitters, which are chemical messengers in the body. Neurotransmitters such as serotonin, which is a hormone that stabilizes our mood and feelings of well-being and happiness, are produced in the brain, but also by microbes in our stomach. In an animal study observing the relationship between the brain and the gut, researchers actually found that by giving rats certain probiotics, which are active in the gut, actually increased the production of GABA, which is a hormone responsible for managing stress and anxiety. So yes, that's why feeding those healthy gut bacteria can contribute to your positive mental health. 
The same goes vice versa, meaning your mental state also has a huge impact on your gut health. If you are anxious about eating a certain food, you are more likely to experience digestive distress because your gut microbiome will be receiving those anxious messages from your brain. So in order to minimize digestive issues, it's important to bring yourself into a calm state. Scientifically speaking, we refer to a state of calm as being in the parasympathetic nervous system and a state of anxiety as being in the sympathetic nervous system. Your sympathetic nervous system is responsible for the fight or flight response, which we all know is to protect us from danger. It tells us to run if we see a tiger or to quickly pull away our hand if we touch something hot. When the body goes into fight or flight mode, it temporarily switches off digestion so it can focus on fast action. I mean, if your priority is to run to safety after seeing a tiger, the body isn't going to waste energy on digesting that sandwich you just ate for lunch. Your body will put all of its energy into whatever it needs to get you out of the danger zone as soon as possible. Here again, we come across that idea of energy conservation. Your body is constantly monitoring where energy is needed and may temporarily borrow that energy from other places in the body to ensure optimal chances of survival. This automatic response of the body to protect us from danger is, without a doubt, truly amazing and most of the human race probably wouldn't be here today if it weren't for our ability to switch between the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. However, if you are constantly in your sympathetic nervous system, can you see how that would be a problem? Not only are you living in a constant state of anxiety, but as we just learned, being in your sympathetic nervous system contributes to digestive distress. So, the key to improving your digestion is to find ways in which you can get out of your sympathetic nervous system and into your parasympathetic nervous system. One super easy way to get into your parasympathetic nervous system is by taking deep, slow breaths. Remember how I mentioned that one of the most important nerves that connects the gut and brain is the vagus nerve? Well, when you take deep, slow breaths, it activates the vagus nerve, which in turn activates your parasympathetic nervous system. So next time you sit down for a meal or are experiencing anxiety around food, take a couple minutes to focus on your breath. You'd be surprised at the results. The last topic I want to discuss when it comes to digestive issues is acid reflux. Acid reflux and heartburn, which are both symptoms of GERD, or G-E-R-D, are very common in recovery from disordered eating. So, what exactly is GERD? It stands for gastroesophageal reflux disease, which we can unpack by defining the terms gastroesophageal as well as reflux. When doctors use the word gastroesophageal, they are referring to the stomach and the esophagus. The meaning of the word reflux is to flow back or return. 
So when you put these two terms together, GERD or GERD is the upward flowing back or returning of consumed foods or fluids from the stomach up through the esophagus, which can then result in unintentional vomiting or acid reflux. A huge misconception around acid reflux is that it is caused by too much acid in your stomach, but this is rarely the case in recovery from restrictive eating. The real cause has to do with the lower esophageal sphincter, also known as the LES or less. Normally, the LES opens as you eat and then closes to prevent stomach contents from traveling back up. However, what did we learn that happens with muscles when we have been malnourished? That's right, muscles weaken and will not expand and contract as they should. This is the same case with GERD. The LES is weakened, meaning it doesn't expand and contract as it should. So, when you start eating more and start actually putting adequate contents into your stomach, it is much more likely for you to experience GERD-like symptoms. Just like with IBS, we simply need to train our muscles to work again. Not go on an elimination diet or restrict certain foods, but accept that this is temporary, because it totally is, and your body will heal. And that's a wrap for this presentation on digestive issues. I hope this little snippet of my course, Extremely Hungry to Completely Satisfied, gave you a taste of my style and structure and helps get you over that fear hurdle of investing in your long-term health and happiness. Because that is exactly what your health and happiness is, an investment not an expense. So if you are ready to kick extreme hunger to the curb, heal your body in every way possible, and shift your mindset over the course of just eight weeks, you are definitely going to want to enroll in my extreme hunger course by clicking the link in the description below or heading over to livelabelfree.com forward slash extreme dash hunger dash course. I am so confident that this course is exactly what you need to achieve a life of freedom that I offer a 100% satisfaction risk-free guarantee. Meaning, if you go through the course, put in the work, and don't get any results, I'll give you a full refund, no questions asked. So truly, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I will see you on the other side, my friend. Bye-bye now.